Hello everyone, welcome. I'm so glad you're here with me today for another episode. Every other Tuesday, I share an update on our life with Ford or whatever else might be going on around here. This is a way for you to get to know me a little better through these short little episodes that are sprinkled in between the weekly stories from our rare d- disease community. Most of you know we went to Napa Center in Los Angeles for the last three weeks. I'll do an entire episode on that soon, so stay tuned. I shared an Airbnb with my friend Erin and her six-year-old son Reese, whom I'd only met on Facebook before our trip to California. We had such a great time together and I'm so happy we were able to share that experience. So I take Ford out to the bus usually when, you know, school is happening. And for some reason, that's the time that I get a little ache in my chest sometimes as I watch Ford get on or off that bus. I see kids walking up and down the sidewalk watching and I don't know why, but this is the moment that I wonder if any of the other kids watching will ever be Ford's friend. I wonder if there's ever going to be a kid who wants to hang out with Ford. I wonder if one of them will ever ask their mom or their dad if they can go to Ford's house and play. I do try to nip that in the bud as soon as I can because I know that it only induces anxiety and it makes me feel a little sad, but for some reason it still happens every once in a while. Well, staying in that house for three weeks with sweet little Reese, like, it just warmed me. It warmed me right up. Ford would roll into therapy a couple hours after Reese, and the moment he saw him from all the way across the room, he would just wildly wheel over to him, and they would give each other a few fist bumps. Reese would say, Ford, and Ford would nod hysterically and point to him. That was such an amazing thing to watch every day. Reese also would leave therapy before Ford, and so they would pass again in the hallways and have a similar exchange, and they would wave goodbye to each other. And when we got home, the boys would be so happy to see each other. Reese brought his favorite toy Jeep, and Ford got to bring his special yellow dump truck that strictly lives at Grandmama's house. She put it in our car when we headed for California, and I am so glad she did. It kept him so happy and busy throughout our trip. I think it reminded him of Grandmama and of home. It has these buttons on it that makes it go back and forth, and him and Reese had so much fun sending it to each other. They would hang out on the couch together and watch iPad stuff, and they went to the beach together several times. Reese always shared his sand bucket and his shovel. Reese's mom is very smart to include sand toys because I only brought Ford a cup. Anyways, whatever Reese had was so cool and Ford wanted it too. And these boys understood each other and they accepted each other. I wish other kids we run across would be like that with Ford. I think they would be if there were continuous conversations about differences at home. Maybe, maybe not just once having this conversation with your kids, not when you pass them in the grocery store or when you see them in the park, but often. There's lots of children's books uh, to help open that kind of dialogue. So let me know if you want some recommendations. 
for yourself or to send to other people. It's our job to make our kids better than us. So let's make it happen. Let's make all kids feel included. I have a lot to say about this subject, so I'll probably just turn it into a full-length episode at some point. But it meant so much to me to watch Reese and Ford. And being at Napa with all of the other parents and their awesome kids, wow. It's not often you can be 100% confident in allowing you and your kid to be exactly who they are around other people, you know? Like Ford squeals when he's really happy and most places it can be very disturbing to people and it's clear it annoys most people and you know we work really hard on his soft voice and his inside voice but ultimately it's part of who he is right now and that's just the way that it is lots of our kids have different kind of stuff that we try to simmer down out in public and it's freaking exhausting All of the other kids here say hi. (laughs) None of them run away when your kid approaches them. They don't ask Ford to stop squealing. They aren't hiding behind their parents' legs when they're weirded out about a little kid being in a wheelchair. (sighs) I understand they're kids, but another thing I know about kids is how open and brave they can be when they have the information, and the opportunity. (laughs) So I'm making a new rule because that's what I can do because this is an episode and I'm in charge, remember? So I think just as a gentle reminder, every Tuesday, let's teach a child or maybe another adult for that matter, something about disability. I'll start. Disabled is not a bad word. Just say it. <laughs>